0: You're listening to The Nerd Table, part of the CKCC Radio Family of Podcasts. Find us wherever you get your favorite podcasts. And welcome everyone to
1: The Nerd Table. Hi, Eric. Oh, damn, that was quick. <laughs> hey, what's going on, man? Hi,
2: Dan. Hello. Oh, I you had fancy had... intro.
1: I have it to mix me up. I know, I have to mix it up every now and again, and throw you off your game. You are well, not well played. You did that. You weren't expecting that. Now, next week, I'm going to do like a five-minute intro and then completely forget to introduce you. And you're going to be like,
2: but I'm here. I'm going to be like, but I'm taking a shit.
1: (laughs) I mean, you might be. How's everybody
2: doing today? Everybody doing good? Doing great. Doing great. (laughs) I actually got some good news, or at least I heard some good news. I hope it's true. Good news! Yes, good news, everyone. So I hear Konami is probably going to uh, revitalize the Metal Gear franchise. I don't know. I mean, I'm excited for that because I love Metal Gear, but I don't know if Kojima is still going to be a part of it or not. Well, that's interesting. I, I did like not hear that. Like Konami is doing a a, a rething. Uh, like uh, they might be bringing back Silent Hill. They might be bringing back Metal Gear and like like all of their like that franchise. Contra? And you know, I, I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised. They did so well with the... Uh, what's the other horror game that just came out? The Medium? I believe that's what it's called. The Medium. And uh, apparently those people are going to be the ones working on the new Silent Hill. Or let let's say they are working on a already existing ip for konami in the horror franchise which they only have one so i'm like okay you could just say silent hill like what else do they have dino crisis maybe i don't know who made that i think that's square
1: well that's pretty cool it's a good way to start off the show with some exciting news
0: dan do you have any exciting news yeah, it was gotta be Kojima or nothing if it's Metal Gear because they did survive and it was fuck awful.
2: Ooh, right? I mean, they just tacked on the Metal Gear names to that and used some of the assets from Metal Gear 5. They literally used the map. <laughs> yeah. Here's the map from Metal Gear 5. We heard we're gonna throw in some zombies, but we're not gonna it call them zombies.
0: Oh, we're gonna make that one building look a little beat up. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I mean, that's one way to do it. I feel like that would have been acceptable had it been a... like, $20
0: budget title?
2: <laughs> a DLC, maybe? Yeah. To Metal Gear 5? Maybe even a DLC, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or uh, if it was students that made it, that would have been better. <laughs> but that's just my opinion. Alright.
1: Uh, speaking of video games... Nintendo Direct 2021 happened, and they had quite a lot, including an HD remake of Skyward Sword, which I'm excited for because I missed out on Skyward
2: Sword. You know, so did I. I uh, played a little bit of it, but it was around the time where my Wii died. Yeah,
1: my Wii died, too. It just it did so not like, turn uh, on just doesn't turn on. And I'm a little disappointed, but... Because, you know what? For what it was, I did like the Wii. The Wii was great. I still prefer my... my, If I'm going to make the choice, I still like my classic controller. And I'll always take classic controller over gimmicky stuff. But for a niche little thing, the Wii was awesome. And I miss Wii Sports so much because that was just so much fun to play Wii Sports. Wii sports resort, the bowling. I was my favorite. I freaking love the bowling.
2: I honestly didn't even mind the Wii U. I like the Wii U. It's was just wasn't what Nintendo needed at the time. No,
1: it was not. Uh, the Switch was the most brilliant thing that they came up with,
2: though. Right? Oh my god! You know, I, I mean, I feel sorry for the Game Boy friend. Like the the Game Boy stuff itself. But now it's not needed. It's no. It's no longer needed.
1: Well, that's the other thing. Is like I missed out on Super Mario 3D World, which I've heard was excellent b- because of the Wii U, and now I'm actually going to be able to play it because they're releasing it on the Switch. So that's exciting for me because I get to I get to play a lot of stuff that uh, that I never got to play before.
2: I know. I, you know, I know that they're canceling out. The 3DS and and all that stuff. But before they do, I really hope that they release something where you can, like, uh, some sort of adapter or whatever that you can play these games on the Switch.
1: That would be nice. Or
2: even if it's, like, like a dock format, you know, you'd, like, plug it into your dock and then plug in your Switch. Some sort of, like, uh, advanced dock. That'd be interesting. I think that'd be pretty cool. Some sort
0: of Genesis 3... 32 X.
2: Yes, like but let's theme. not go crazy with it. You know, not let's
1: mean. not. <laughs> it looked like your Genesis had a tumor.
2: It's like, oh, what's wrong with your Genesis? Like, uh, don't oh, I don't want to talk about
1: it. 32 X. Then there were like the four oh. games that you needed both, both expansions to play on.
0: Yeah.
2: And then, uh, oh my god, it was like, it's still, I I talk about, I'm pretty sure we talked about it already, but the whole like, 32X, Game Genie, uh, Sonic Uh, Knuckles, Knuckles, Sonic 3, 3. (laughs) like, what the fuck? What a mess. What a mess.
1: No, that's how they wanted it, though. They wanted to extend the life of the console instead of just make a whole
2: new one. Yeah. Or they should have just made a whole new one.
0: They because have.
2: Think of all the, the stuff that they did during that time and then they had to rush to release the Sega Saturn.
0: Instead, they made two bad decisions instead of one okay one.
2: Yeah. Because had they just like put all that info or not info, like all that research into the Sega Saturn, that would have made them a lot more money and I'm pretty sure we'd still have Sega consoles today. Outside of like you know the Dreamcast being the last thing, because they would have took what they learned from that and put it into the Dreamcast, and maybe they would have gotten the copyright stuff correct. A little bit,
0: a little bit of copy
2: protection on the discs. (laughs) A little bit. Maybe, maybe you don't need a heat gun to just completely dismantle the system and be like, oh, I guess you don't need this one capacitor here, and now it can read blank. uh, Like. Copy disc. That was a copy, like their, their protection literally
0: memory. CDR. You literally put it in your computer, burn a disc, and play it <laughs> DreamKey. Yeah.
2: You you really didn't have to modify that much.
0: Like anybody could have done it. Like there's a lot of mods where it's like, ooh, that's a bit much. I
2: wouldn't. There's a lot of consoles that modded themselves. It literally just got too hot and the thing just desoldered itself. <laughs> <laughs> so imagine that. Imagine a console with the copyright protection so bad that it, it automatically just unmod it modded itself. But in, in Sega's defense, they wanted to make sure that if things fell apart, that you could still play your games. That was the whole purpose of it. And we just exploited it because. We're the human species, and that's what we do. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, man. I miss Sega. I really do.
1: And now they just make back, software.
2: Yeah. Back when it was uh, the console wars, and it was Nintendo versus Sega, and then Sony threw themselves into the mix. And here, here's what happened. When Sega died, Nintendo nobody up. said... It was Sony. Everybody's just like, okay, Nintendo won and they will always win and now it's no longer... It's like a Mortal Kombat match, right? Like, we saw Nintendo win and now they're not competing and now we're just watching Sony and Microsoft duke it out. And then after one of them dies, then it will be Nintendo versus whoever the survivor is.
1: (laughs) But that's the other thing. I don't think either of them are going to die.
2: Oh, no. I don't think they're... Because they're no longer in a... "Quote unquote war with each other. They're like, oh hey, being all friendly with uh, with each other and whatnot. Microsoft's not going to die. Microsoft will probably stop making consoles, right? But what they'll do is they will they'll leave it to the PC builders to make a PC and release a separate operating system to turn it into a console, so you can make your own console as you may, just like you would in a PC." But this is specifically designed for games. That's where I see uh, like uh, Microsoft going, um, go. and they they do have really good services like the xCloud yeah. and stuff.
0: Microsoft and Sony are too diverse to really like. They could lose money on their consoles and it'd be fine.
2: Yeah, well, especially Sony. Sony right now is looking. Uh, I was reading an article on uh, on sony and the ps5 release and if they had more consoles they'd be outperforming the sales of the ps4 this is the one generation that people actually had saved and saved up to buy specifically these consoles the problem is the, the supply there's no there's none there
0: yeah that would be me for the first time in my entire life i was ready for a new console generation
2: right so was i I actually had the money saved up. I knew I wasn't going to get everything right away, but I wanted to get one thing. And my one thing was going to be a graphics card. And then they're like, oh, hey, the graphics card market is like, uh, there's not enough stock. I'm like, well, okay, well, I guess I'll just get a PS5. Oh, hey, about that. Uh, So PS5 is, uh, okay, well, I'll get an Xbox. Bad time to be a gamer right now. Also a great time to be a gamer right now.
1: That's the Uh, thing, right? It's like a struggle. It's like Nintendo knows they don't have to compete because they've always they're always going to have their audience because they've got their strength in their franchises. There's always going to be people yeah. who want to play Mario and Zelda and all the other stuff that they have. So, they yeah. know and they know they they're not going to compete graphically with systems like that. So they've their focus has always been innovation. It works sometimes with the Wii and the the DS, then sometimes it doesn't work like with the Wii U. But then they reinnovate with the Switch, and that's going to be their thing. And now they finally created their master console. The the only way for them to go up right now is to do another version, another more powerful version of the Switch.
2: What I honestly see them doing is taking the Switch Lite and giving it TV compatibility as a like an upgrade for the Switch Lite. Um, and then I also see them making, like, a Switch Pro that's 4K and whatnot. Or, or they'll go the other route, like, uh, what they've done for Stadia and xCloud, where it, they will offer these high graphic games as a service, but you have to stream it. I'd still So, do I mean, they could do that. Yeah. I mean, you could do that, uh, now. I, I feel like there was a modding community for the Switch that took the Switch and, and made it a, um basically turned it into like an NVIDIA shield or a steam link. And they were playing like uh Grand Theft Auto five and all the games that it was playing on their PC, but it was streaming onto their switch, which I mean, if you're going to be at home during the pandemic, you know, it's whatever you can play it around the house. Yeah. I don't see it working outside the house, but Hey, if you're stuck home, that's great.
1: You know, it's going to be a great day for this podcast the first time we get to record an episode where we don't have to talk about the pandemic
2: <laughs> yeah that's that is true it's
1: coming i know it's coming but right for right now that's the that's the thing with gaming oh and speaking of gaming eric uh you did something recently involving gaming and anime it kind of came oh, out of yes. nowhere
2: it, it did come out of nowhere we were actually talking um i was talking to matt and i'm just like Hey, we were always talking about making our own podcast for for the longest. And I he you know, I want to bring him onto the show. And and I just like, you know what, fuck it. We got time right now. Why don't we just record something? And we'll make it super short because we don't have anything planned. And uh, we'll release it and see how it goes. So that's what we did. Well, there you go. And, uh, we got two episodes now because I just I, I should have waited. I wanted to release it on Fridays. But uh, I did two back to back, so I did one yesterday and then one today.
1: As to quote Brian, "There goes the internet."
2: <laughs> it's uh, whew, We're we're going we're expecting it to get raunchy, but it's under an hour. Both of them are under an hour. Uh, we try to keep it keep it short because you know this this is the main podcast. I want to bring him here. Well, we did our own little thing, little spin.
1: Get get him some podcast practice, and then we can make we can make a four man booth. Yeah. Uh, so here's the I'm thing: like,
2: well, I can't you can't say pussy on the internet. No, I'm just kidding.
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you can say whatever you want on the internet. The only problem, well, yeah,
2: that's true. Actually, well, that's not true because apparently we, if, we discussed this. Freedom of speech does not mean freedom without consequence. Yes, but or speech also, without consequence. But I've
1: also noticed that. Uh, YouTube has a tendency to censor stuff with bad words, so if we ever start backlogging this show onto YouTube, which I have plans to do, uh, I have to be careful because anytime we've mentioned certain four-letter C words, I might have to go in and edit those out because YouTube might reject them.
2: That's true, but can't you just mark it as explicit?
1: Uh, yes, but you can also still get your stuff banned or kicked really? off. Really? Really? Yes, because one of the podcasts that I listen to, well, I know they have a – they always have a a part of the show where they go on a political rant. And YouTube always would kick that stuff off, so they just started cutting it off of the show. So what they would do is when they would start the political rant, the one host would just slam his desk and be like, all right, that's the edit point. And then when he was done, he'd slam it again, and that was the end of the edit point. (laughs) But – But when they would discuss that, they'd be like, yeah, we've got to be careful that YouTube doesn't get offended at this part because they would mention certain things in certain context, not just political, but like just bad words and things like that, that YouTube would have an issue with. And that's that's just one of those things you got to – well, that's just it with the – but that's part of what we talked about last week. YouTube has rules and you have to follow them to upload your stuff. And if you don't, you don't get your stuff up and that's – that's the rule, right? Yeah. We we don't want you to do this. And we don't want you to post this. And <laughs> it's I mean,
2: their platform. It's their platform. They can do whatever they want with it. I I completely understand. Um, I
0: start my own video hosting service with blackjack
2: yeah, yeah, Oh my god!
1: <laughs> I don't. Well, I know I Podbean. Would... Podbean has rules, but we haven't broken any of them. But they have rules. That's why. That's another Wait, reason why I, I've prevented anybody from doing anything with specific topics on the show because I don't want, I don't want the channel to get in trouble because one person's episode decided to go off the rails.
2: Right, right. I, I want to know what those topics are, but off, uh, off, uh, Mike, off mic, I guess
1: I'm sure. Can, podcast. I can, I'm sure I can send that to you. It's not like it's <clears throat> that bad. Like,
2: no. I'm sure it's not. I didn't think it was going to be that bad. It's basically, you know, I mean, for lack of a better term, don't be an asshole, basically.
1: Well, I have rules, too. Like, like I said, last week we came as close to breaking one of those rules that I've put in place for my content as we could. But it, it needed to be said for the for the context. Surprisingly, got really positive feedback on that. And I was not expecting that I was actually expecting to get like 100% negative feedback and I haven't gotten any. So I'm just going to let that one go and not <laughs> fan the flames anymore because <laughs> I like being positive and stuff like that. And speaking of positive stuff, because uh, we've got quite a bit to talk about this week, but one thing I do want to touch on real quick, because we were just talking about video games is they released a trailer for the Mortal Kombat movie. Have you
2: seen this? I, I have. I saw it. I was super excited up until one point, and I know they had to put it in there, so I respect it, but I don't appreciate it, and it was when Scorpion said, get over here. That was my favorite part! Why did you like that? <laughs> I just, I don't know, I was really just expecting a more gritty Mortal Kombat, and we are getting it. I just I felt super forced at that scene. No,
1: no, 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 no! You can't do Mortal Kombat and not have Get Over Here in there. You knew oh, it was no, no. going to be there. It's going to
2: be in there. You knew it was, it was going to be, be in the there. trailer. I just it felt forced at that scene. Ho- hopefully, when you that scene shows like
0: up, seeing Avengers Assemble, you got to wait for it for twenty six movies.
2: Uh, yeah, and then I can appreciate it. I appreciated <laughs> that scene. <laughs> They need to wait 26 movies before they they do that shit. Before Scorpion says, get over here.
1: Oh my god, the end of Age of Ultron. Avengers, and it cuts. Oh. So you're like, are you serious right now? You sons of bitches! <laughs> <laughs> are you freaking uh, serious? The
2: buildup. The buildup.
1: But here's the other thing. It's a trailer, right? So there's a good chance that that dialogue is not there at all. Ever. And it, True. And it might not even be in the final cut of the movie. Because... When I was doing the tournaments in my tournaments group for the best Christmas movie, I get to the point where we only have a handful left. So I start posting like the trailers for the original trailers for the movie. And the winner of our best Christmas movie tournament was Home Alone. And so one of the things I posted was the original trailer for Home Alone. And the, we had just watched the movie too. I've seen it tons of times, but we had just watched it. And I'm like, there's dialogue in here that is 100% and not in this movie. And then, you know, there's Kevin talking to the shop. The, uh, the cashier, you know, like, and she's quizzing him about everything. In the trailer, it's the supermarket manager. There's a, there's a guy standing next to the girl, and he's the one asking all the questions. None of that happens in the actual movie. All those lines go to her. There was so much stuff that was changed that I just noticed from that one trailer. And I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, but that's the thing. Like, his trailers constantly change stuff. And that's how true. Ma- and how many times have you watched a trailer where they uh, they they force edit so it's not even the same thing happening? Like when Ray says, I need someone to help me with all of this and Kylo extends his hand and that has nothing to do with each other. They just edit that into the trailer to tease you.
2: So, yeah, I think my favorite <clears throat> trailer uh, spoof is the do you remember the Valentine's special for Deadpool, the movie? I think so. Would they try to make it look like a romance movie? I think so. Yeah, <clears throat> I think that was my favorite because n- nothing in that trailer was Deadpool related.
1: One of my favorite teaser trailers ever was they were showing this hardcore. They were there was this. They had the deep guy voiceover, and he was talking about how the greatest animators from all over the world were going to get together and create the most epic. The most epic motion picture you've ever seen, and as the the di- the lines are digitally creating something and it pans out and it's just Cartman. <laughs> and he starts doing the German dance. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh yep, yeah, that's the sophisticated animation they were just talking about was Cartman. Or the one that got me was they were they were teasing a trailer for Phantom Menace. They got the Darth Vader breathing and everything and it zooms in and it's actually Austin Powers because that was the same summer that the Austin Power sequel came out. It's like, "Were you expecting someone else, baby?" But I always appreciated trailers that spoofed other stuff and gave you that misdirection.
2: Yeah, I really appreciated that.
1: I mean, hell. Uh, so, I got I got one more good, perfect example, The Monsters Ink teaser. The very cuz I remember this aired with The Emperor's New Groove DVD, the first DVD I ever bought. The Emperor's New Groove and Scary Movie bought them the same day to play on my new PlayStation 2, because I was the first DVD wow. player we had in the house. What a mix. I know, right?
2: <laughs> what a mix.
1: The best part was, the best part was as I was purchasing them, because my mother was with me, because I was younger, and the lady compliments Emperor's New Groove, and then she's scanning Scary Movie. She looks at my mom and goes, you know, this is an R-rated movie, right? And my mom just starts laughing because she saw it in theaters with me and laughed harder than I did. <laughs> so, but yeah, they they do a teaser for Monsters, Inc. And it's Mike and Sully busted into a kid's bedroom and having all their stuff mixed up. None of that's in the movie because Mike doesn't do any of the scaring. The whole die it was just created to be a teaser. But I like stuff like that because it doesn't have, it
0: doesn't give away anything in the movie. It just tells you what's coming. The and- um, Uncle Buck uh, trailer is based on the original, like, four-hour version of Uncle Buck, pre-cut.
1: Oh, my God, that's awesome.
0: So there's a lot of stuff that isn't, or was changed in that trailer. I watched a video about it, like, a couple weeks ago, about the original cut of Uncle Buck that was, like, three or four hours. I'd watch that.
1: My wife loves that movie. I'd watch that. Can can we get... I've never seen it. Well, we're getting a Snyder Cut, right? So can we get the four-hour Uncle Buck? Like... (laughs) <laughs> Can we start a petition for that? I want 4 hours Uncle Buck, god damn it.
2: <laughs> that Snyder cut looks so good. Right? And I'm just like it's a different fucking movie altogether. How,
1: how many times have you guys watched a director's cut of something and been like this this should have been the movie. Like Terminator 2 Judgment Day. I watched the director's cut and I'm like all the stuff it's- that they cut Actually, negatively affects the plot by keeping the stuff in. The movie makes so much more
0: sense. Especially the scene where they replace his chip or reset his chip. Oh right. my god! We talked. He talks. Yeah, so that when they go to the shop and they have to, they have to like reset his chip in his head. And Sarah is going to destroy the chip, and John has to talk her down. Yeah, but in they- the regular cut, it just they're in the shop, and then all of a sudden. Terminator's just like, everything okay? Yeah. <laughs> and they're just like, yeah. And you're just like, uh, okay. It's there was so a weird.
1: Whole great scene in there. That director's cut is fantastic. That's the one I own is the director's cut. What about Army of Darkness? I mean. That one,
0: um, I mean, it's as good as. <laughs>
2: but I, I feel like I the, the theatrical and the director's cut are both great. They're but like,
0: great. I, I like the differences in both of them. Well, like the
1: theatrical cut just shoes just shoehorns in an extra action scene, but in the extended cut, it's a it's a darker ending, and I like that better because that's what that's what the director wanted.
0: <laughs> but it's also now not canon because of Ash versus Evil Dead. I know, I know. But still,
2: <laughs> I oh. slept too late. I have to ask. I have to ask because I know. You're a big fan. What do you think of the Super Mario themed items? Oh my god! I'm already
1: carving out a section of my island to put all that shit in. Like, I've got a (laughs) section of the island that's specifically going to be Mario themed as soon as that stuff comes out. I already know exactly where it's gonna go, too. Like, so it's happening.
0: (laughs) Are you kidding, dude?
2: Rebecca showed me that, and I was just like, damn it, am I going to build my own island? I think I'm going to build my own island.
0: There's
1: going to be warp pipes. Mario stuff. There's going to be a warp pipe so you can get to another part of your island by hopping in the warp pipe. They've got Waluigi costumes. They've got the question blocks. They've got a thwomp
0: that comes down in front of you. Oh, sure, so they'll put Waluigi in Animal Crossing, but not in Smash. Fucking coward. He is in Smash. He's an Assist Trophy. <laughs>
2: You could just pick Mario and choose the green sc- uh, skin. There you <laughs> yeah, <go.
1: laughs> yeah, right. All the different <laughs> skins. Am I the only one who, um, if I'm playing Smash Brothers and I pick, well, I don't ever play as Wario, but if I'm fighting as him, I always alter his skin so he's in classic mode because I don't, I, I don't really care that much about the Wario games. So like, I go for it's classic gotta be, Wario. It's
0: yellow, it's gotta be yellow,
1: yellow and purple. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And then Luigi's got the alternate outfit that's just Waluigi. And it's just like, man, they just they just hate Waluigi. And also, isn't Waluigi the stupidest name for a character ever, and yet we all love him? <laughs> Can we be honest here? That is the absolute worst name for a character, but we freaking it's, love Waluigi. It,
0: it makes sense in Japanese, but in the convention of a Wario Mario idea, it doesn't work. <laughs> no, it doesn't. That's kind of what's funny about it. It's like Waluigi is just... Wa is like bad, so it's bad Luigi.
2: But I because, think it's working perfectly.
0: But because you know, Wario is just Mario with the M swapped. Yeah, an inverted M. So like... So it like... It meets Japanese naming convention, but not in the same way the Mario Wario swap. We, we didn't Americanize this. Which is why this maybe hell upside down. So it makes <laughs> even less sense. <sighs> but still,
1: it's so funny. Um, yeah.
2: And Nintendo Direct was fucking awesome, though. There were so many good things oh, yeah. on there, man.
1: I've never played a Splatoon um, game, but they look so much fun. So I might have to try so that.
2: Splatoon is League of Legends, basically, but m- like in the Mario franchise.
1: Yeah, I, I know, I've i heard that.
2: Uh, yeah, so I'm, I might pick it up. But I, I'm, the things that I'm excited for is one, Monster Hunter Rise, mm. because I'm a big Monster Hunter person.
1: We're getting a movie of that too.
2: Yes, uh, I'm not sure how I feel about it, but it's got a feel in it. again, still not sure how I feel about it. Um, I'm also looking forward to the HD remaster of Legend of Mana.
1: Oh yeah, I was gonna and say the, you would, you. I knew you would love that.
2: Yes, I was just like, "Oh my god!" And then the Ninja Gaiden games, I I know I won't beat any of them, but that'd be pretty cool to have the Master
1: Collection. <laughs> <laughs> Those games are so hard; they're fun, but they're hard.
2: They really are. It's it was like the Souls games before Souls.
1: They they defined the term NES hard. Do you ever actually see they did a? It was a, what was it? A game trailers did did a top. Or Screw Attack did a top 10 uh, hardest NES games. Of course, Battletoads is number one and Silver Surfer is number two, the ones you would expect. But yeah, Ninja Gaiden is definitely on there, along with Ghosts and Goblins. Uh, Ghosts and Goblins
2: was, yeah.
1: They put Super C on there instead of Contra, because they're like, let's be honest, you've played Contra so many times that you can do it. But not enough people play this, so it's definitely harder. And they're not wrong. Fester's Quest. All these friggin' hard-ass games. Do yourself
2: a favor and watch somebody do a speedrun of Contra. I feel bad about yourself.
1: No, I will not do that because that <laughs> game is so... Dude, so we were playing the arcade version on Xbox Live. Me and uh, Mark Adams of United We Fan podcast. I haven't done plugs yet, so that, that'll be a, a teaser to the plugs right there. Um, he and I played it. Uh, we were just hanging out. We played Contra. We played it together on co-op. We beat it, but we were both down to the last of our 30 lives. <laughs> and that was playing together. We just barely beat it. And we're just like, oh my God, because we were both, I think I had, I was like literally on my last life and he had maybe two left. We were just, we were ready to be done. Game's so hard. <laughs> Even co-op, is so hard. So no, I will but, not watch a speed run because I you, will be You miserable. felt good
2: about beating it, didn't you? Oh
1: God, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I felt insane relief about beating it too because I was li- I literally like just fell backwards. I was like, oh,
2: oh. The game was it was way harder than it needed to be, especially for like, I mean, yeah, Nintendo hard.
1: Nintendo hard. Any. He- NES hard, yeah, yeah, man. Those games are very hard. Well, soon I will be having a streaming show going. I've got plans in the work for it, and this time the plans are actually starting to move forward. I uh, can't discuss those details on the air just yet, but I can tell you guys in private because I'm making All that, right. I'm making that progress. Yeah, All you right. already know I'm making that progress next week. So, but real quick, uh, other great stuff that you guys can check out on CKCC Radio, like real paranormal talking, ranking tracks with our friend Jeff Trellowitz, Jay Bunny's Music Hub with Jason Shin. There hasn't been a new episode of that out in a little while, but that's because he has to lock in these interviews. First
0: month so of global
1: pandemic. Yes, first Monday of every month, motivational moves with Adrian Cotton. Uh, the Board to Death binge cast continues their WandaVision reviews, episode by episode. Race Nerd Podcast with Matt Hardman, just talking about the fallout of the Daytona 500. Get hype, racing is back. Stupid Sexy Podcast, where Dan and I review every Simpsons ever, working on getting a larger schedule out as we prepare to complete season two. (laughs) Only 30 more seasons to go. And of course, By the Numbers and The A Show on alternating weeks with ref Matt Derline. Latest episode featuring Trajan Horn. Just released. And, of course, for more nerd stuff, check out the Blake and Sal show, the United We Fan podcast with Mark and Brian, and Eric's new show. What's it called, Eric, and how can people (laughs) listen to it?
2: Uh, Right now, I'm still working on getting it onto the uh, Apple podcast store and stuff like that. But it is available on Spotify, and it is called uh, Sick Minds of Matt and Eric. Uh, like I said, there's currently two episodes available, and I just got approval for Stitcher, so it should be up there in a, in a few days. Uh, and go. then I will hear from Amazon Prime when or Amazon whenever and and whatnot. So I'm I'm working on getting out there, but we'll be plugging that. We'll be
1: plugging that. That's our our new partner show. We'll be plugging you guys. So okay, I already plugged you on the second episode. So there we go. <laughs> there you go. Exactly. All right. Uh, real quick, just want to make mention that South Park is back March 10th, because I did mention Cartman a minute ago, and Matt's a big South Park guy who's playing his Cartman voice. They're going to be doing an episode on the COVID-19 vaccinations. So get ready. South Park is about to take. South Park is about to rip 2020 a new one. Their pandemic special last year was brilliant as it was. So My, it, my grandmother got her first shot the other day. Good for her. I'm still mad that I can't get it because I'm a frontline worker and I should deserve it. But
2: every time yeah, I try to do I feel like apply, if, if they made you work through the pandemic, you should be uh, getting that damn shot. Well, we'll see how that goes.
1: Uh, uh, and speaking, I'm like, speaking of, video, it. Speaking of video games, because we got we to gotta mention this, uh, Dan is going to soon become
0: a Kingdom Hearts player. Oh, yeah.
2: Are you getting the PC versions?
0: No, cuz they're full price. Meanwhile, the other versions for like 10 bucks. <laughs> that was the saddest four.
2: fucking no I've ever heard. <laughs> no.
0: The PC <laughs> versions just came out but they're all each one is 60 bucks cuz it's brand Yeah, it
2: really, yeah. <laughs>
0: and meanwhile on the PlayStation it was like 12 bucks. So <laughs> I w- I asked the group on Facebook. I said, "Hey, Kingdom Hearts dirt cheap right now on the on the, on the PlayStation. Do you think I would like it? And would you watch me play it on YouTube or Twitch? And I got somebody sent like five messages, so I was like, okay. I mean it's like twelve bucks, so buying it. Do it. So I got I got the one point five and two point five remix, which has like six games in it. Or That's whatever. what I've got. Yeah, I got that on the Playstation. So, so. Yeah. We'll be going through that eventually. i got to finish Watch Dogs Legion, though, so... It'll be a couple weeks, maybe, but we're going to... How,
2: how are you liking that game?
0: I like Watch Dogs, so, like, I'm enjoying the third one. This one, you could literally be anybody. All you got to do is, like, do something to recruit them. So, like, people, different people across London have different abilities and and things they have, and so it's cool to, like pick who and you can just swap them whenever you want so you could be like in the middle of a mission and realize oh I'm going to a construction zone if I had a construction worker I could walk in here fine and you can just swap to the construction worker and they'll walk up and be like what do you need and then they'll go in and do a thing so that's pretty sweet
2: so we have ha- to pick it up I, I played the what you call it watchdogs when it was uh Watch Dogs 2? What's it called? Mm. Yeah. yeah. Not the first one, Watch, but the second one.
0: Second one's more fun, because it's kind of... Because, like, the first one is just, you're just the one guy, and you're just dealing with the one guy's issues, where, like, the second one is, like, a group of friends, so you're dealing with, like, a friendship-family dynamic.
2: Okay, then, no, I, I played the first one then, because it was definitely just the one guy. I didn't have friends in, the, in that game. <laughs> um...
0: Eric didn't have friends. Everybody,
2: I well, I know, right? Big Aww. news, big news. <laughs> but I, I don't know. I, I like the like the hacking aspect of it. I just didn't like it. Didn't catch me. I want a copy. It didn't grab my attention.
1: I want a copy of Updog. What's up, dog? <laughs> no, no. What's up with you?
2: <laughs> All right, guys and that's it for the episode Uh, that's everything (laughs) thanks for joining us that's everything
1: (laughs) All right. so would you guys like to tell more Disney stories should we talk about WandaVision should I do my top 10 list should we do the entertainment challenge or should we do Dan's Voldemort theory Eric you pick WandaVision
2: WandaVision okay so has everybody seen yesterday's episode yes Yes. go ahead so let's do the spoiler warning let's do the spoiler warning Spoilers for anybody who has not seen WandaVision as of uh, the nineteenth of February, February nineteenth, twenty twenty-one. If you have not seen that episode, this is your time now to skip, stop, the and pause the podcast, stop, stop the podcast, go, go watch, watch the that episode. Same show there you go, and it's then come back. Minutes,
0: I think so. Then come back. <laughs> it's thirty-eight. It feels like three to eight. So.
2: Uh let me start off by saying Holy shit. I, 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 I don't know how to start this episode off. Even though the like, twist it,
0: it's, is one that everyone saw coming as soon as they announced the show this is existence, they still did it fucking awesome.
2: They did. They did. I feel like the whole okay, first off, um the opening I thought it was hilarious. It was funny. It's like an early 2000s sitcom. The office. It, was, the office. It,
1: it was literally it was, parodying yeah. Office, Parks and Rec, 30 Rock, Modern Family, yeah. all
0: those shows where they talk to the camera.
2: Right. So well, it was perfect. It was hilarious. In the
0: actual intro credits, that was exactly The Office.
1: It was, a, it, was a, <laughs> yeah. it was a theme parody and everything, so yeah.
2: Um, I like, I like Agatha. <clears throat> I like. Rambo got her powers. There, there's so much that fucking that happened this episode. There really is so much that happened this Trust one episode.
0: Vision hanging around trying to get into so the Can't.
2: My theory about uh sword was correct. I figured sword was trying to make um vision into a weapon. Yes. And 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 then you know uh, Wanda realized that and took him back and became sentient. So I called that, I called it, I called it, I called it. So I was happy to see that. I was happy to see Rambo get her powers. I was okay, like, for those of us who that. are
1: for those of us who are comic ignorant what what is Rambo's power?
2: There's different versions of Rambo, um and I'm not sure which power she got, but according to this, well, let's see well what's her mutant name? Uh, what do you mean? She's had different names
0: as her. As her okay, so there's no set answer, is what she's you're getting. At. Spectrum. Yeah. Oh, it's
2: Spectrum. she's been Yeah, Spectrum. I, I believe is what she's going to be. I I think she's going to be Spectrum, right? But she's literally played Captain Marvel at some point. Yeah, she's been uh, Carol,
0: Before Carol Danvers was known as Captain Normal by the way.
2: Yeah. So uh, according to this, these are her aliases, right? Captain Marvel, Photon, Pulsar, Daystar, Spe- uh, Scepter, Lady of Light, Monica Marvel, Sun Goddess, and Spectrum. And I think, I think we got Spectrum because her eyesight kind of just showed like different spectrums of like things. So I think that's the version that we're getting. But I could be wrong. I don't know. Um. As far as like her powers go, I, I let's see what Spectrum's powers are. I knew she was gonna become something, but like I didn't know what. You know what I mean?
1: Right. Okay. So what's? So let's get back to the actual episode itself and the the big reveal.
2: Okay. Yeah. So when okay when Wanda goes and like forces her down to the floor and she like the, her power showed and everything and her eyes started to glow I thought that was fucking fantastic That it was great Um, <clears throat> what's her name the nerdy lady who was tied up Darcy Lewis yes so <laughs> I like the fact that she was tied up in a police car and then she was still tied up but it was like a, a lot trick. Yeah, it was to attract her, and she's an escape escape artist. Artist, yeah.
0: But she wanted to be the uh, bearded lady, but her skin would not happened.
2: That was funny as hell. (laughs) That was great. That was great. Her character, and then how she thought Vision was like coming onto her hard. (laughs) Like we had this connection, you and I. (laughs) Like uh, pass. Oh man. But no, the whole thing, like when they reveal Agatha, and I'm just like, okay, well, that explains, you know, um Silver Surfer. That explains a lot of things, honestly. Cause remember in the first episode, she says I, I don't know how like she doesn't have memory of her past, so I wonder how much of but here's the thing, right? Like, if you look up Agatha, it says that she's supposed to be, like... She's not super evil. She teaches her, and she's kind of a friend to Wanda. So, I don't know what's going Agatha, on
0: here. Uh, Like a frenemies thing going on sometimes, though.
2: Yeah. So, I, I don't know. Well, here's,
1: here's my question. So, was she under Wanda's power the whole time? Was she faking it? What was the... What's the connection
2: there? I believe, and this is just a theory, I believe Agatha started it and then Wanda took over thinking that, oh crap, something happened. Clearly I did this. Well, now I got to continue. Ah. And then Agatha just kind of added on to the stuff. But who knows about the timeline jumps as far as like TV, uh, you know, sitcoms and whatnot.
0: Well she was having trouble keeping it together this episode, Wanda, because she was parts of her house were yes. changed between the four five. I, I,
2: I think she's spreading her power too thin. She she expanded to, you know, to get vision back into the bubble and to stop some of this stuff. And I believe she's not under full control. But what's up with that book? Can we talk yeah. about the book? It's
0: one of the books of power in the that might be the, the new Infinity Stones is the different books. We saw the Dark Hold in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, I don't know which book this one was. Um, Maybe with the power of the internet.
2: Internet's a wonderful thing. Because I saw the book and the first thing that came to mind is just like, oh, shit. Is this how they're going to link Doctor Strange? That's
1: my guess. And I've heard a lot of people say that Doctor Strange will probably show up in the last
0: episode. Yeah. Because it's leading directly to that movie. <laughs> Let's look here. At what book was in Agatha's basement? Wandavision. Did you like Snoopers going to Snoop? <laughs> yep,
2: <laughs> that was funny.
1: I had that was so when I logged on to Twitter yesterday morning because I don't, I don't watch anything before I go to work, and the first thing I see on Twitter is. If you haven't seen WandaVision, avoid the trending topics. And I immediately just quit out Twitter and never went back in for the rest of the day (laughs) until I got to see WandaVision that night. Well, you did
2: yourself a service, because imagine how pissed you would have been.
1: Well, I don't actually know what was trending, so... They
0: believe it's a dark old. Okay.
1: I don't know what the trending topics were, so I have absolutely no idea what... What I actually missed out on. Because right now, when I go into trending shit, it's all about Otis because apparently he turned heel. (laughs) For the wrestling people, that's what's trending right now. Apparently, Arby's is also trending. (laughs) What? Why? I don't know. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) They got the meats. Oh because of the meat mountain sandwich. Yeah somebody made an even larger one apparently. Yeah. Uh let's see. We have Kim Kardashian filing for divorce, Carolina football team, UFC in Vegas. Agatha All Along was trending. Okay, there you go. There's the answer. Agatha All, okay. All Along was trending.
0: So Yeah, but you're not you don't know as much of that, you would just been like, okay, whatever the fuck that means. <laughs> right?
2: Just like a No, good I, th- I could have figured that out. It was just memey enough where I mean, it was guess, saying... You
0: clicked on it and read through stuff, but you probably... I don't mean. The Agatha All Along song was brilliant, by the way.
2: Wasn't it? Wasn't it, though? It
1: was so good. Then she's like, and I killed Fluffy! Oh, yeah, and now, now that I know oh. that she killed the dog, I hate her, so.
2: <laughs> I'm like, ah, you son of a bitch.
1: Yep, that's all it takes to make me hate the character, is to kill the pet. That's all it takes. You want to be a villain? That's that's one yeah, way to do it. You
0: kill a million people, and Chris will
1: be like, ah, I understand. Kill, burn down, da- when, when Anakin lights, ignites his lightsaber and the kid takes a step back, I giggled, but if he slaughtered any of those kids' dogs then I would probably never watch another Star Wars movie again. Like, that's how I feel about animals. Okay, let me actually be a little more specific. You don't kill the dog and you don't kill the cat. There's a lot of other animals. Like, I watched a shit ton of horses die in Lord of the Rings and I didn't feel anything, so.
2: (laughs) Oh man, that's fucked up.
1: (laughs) I know, but, but, hey, I'm being honest here, right? I'm not oh, I'm not man. saying I'm not saying that if you felt something that that was a bad thing. I'm just saying that like
2: No, I get it. I get it when uh my I am legend? Oh, I am no, legend? no. No.
1: I don't remember I am legend because that movie never happened. I have erased that movie from my entire memory.
2: Oh <laughs> so, god, man. That
1: scene. No, we're not talking about that scene. We're not. Man,
2: we're, oh, Eric god. Eric, stop. I, I <laughs> okay. Just all right. Stop. I'll stop. I'll stop. But well, holy stop. shit, that scene! I wanted to end the movie right there. I'd be like, "Nope, I can't."
0: <laughs> but he had not become legend yet.
1: But here's the other thing too. It also depends on the context. I still laugh at Christmas Vacation when the cat blows up. But I think that's yeah, just okay. But it's also because it's done in it's done in kind of a comedic way. But I don't know. I guess it depends. I guess it, uh, it's weird. I can't really explain it.
0: So I, I'll tell you this:
1: this was playing during the scene in Iron Legend. My wife got really upset when they kill Anthony in Ant Man. She's like, I can't believe they—they're like—they're like slaughtering ants left and right. But the—but that one in particular is oh, that the one. That where- got a name. He has a name. I know. That's
2: <laughs> that's what does it. He name something, and that's it. <laughs>
1: But then, but then there's also other context too. I can't. I can watch Mufasa falling off the cliff a hundred times, and I still don't have any emotional attachment to that, which people think I'm a monster for. But when Ralph goes to sacrifice himself to save Vanellope, I well up every time. So I have no idea. I don't know how my emotions work. How about that? Can we just leave it at that?
2: Well, so I, feel I feel like bad. it's because I feel like. Mufasa's death was a murder, and you like, you're okay with murder. I mean, that was a heroic okay, sacrifice, <laughs> but yes, like he chose to sacrifice himself, and
1: he's reciting the the bad non addendum while he's while he's falling, while he's clutching the cookie in his hand. Yeah, there you go. Okay, thanks for justifying my pain.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> Meanwhile, you're like, it's not right, but you didn't feel anything. Meanwhile, sacrifice. That's where it's at for you. Meanwhile, meanwhile, Bambi's mom gets killed off
1: screen, and I'm just like, "Well, I have been hunting before." So, <laughs>
2: well, damn. <laughs> uh, I'm just saying. Yes, WandaVision. Holy shit!
0: Oh yeah. So that. far.
2: Yeah, that, that's uh, we got way off track, but like, so we always do.
1: <laughs> well, that's the other thing is uh, I find it I find it interesting that it was her all along, but yet there was that part where she was she couldn't leave the city and it turned out she was also under Wanda's control. So now it's making me wonder where the control switch happened.
0: Well, you can see her, it, she
2: was never head under head. her like in, in the, the, the song when they were saying it was Agatha all along, you can see that she was actually playing there. Like she was playing a role there.
0: Oh uh, yeah. And that's they, true. They show her in the car at the end of the thing, acting like, like laughing stuff as he walks up to her. And then she acts, but it was so cool. All the little reveals like, oh, she's the director in that episode. Literally the person that was talking or whatever, but using a different voice or whatever. Uh, All little things. Do you think that you got what you deserve? What? You're not supposed to talk.
2: (laughs) Yeah, that one was funny.
1: I like my favorite, though, was Vision going, what am I doing sitting here talking to you? And he rips off his laugh mic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is <has>
2: been... <laughs> just flies so off. Like,
0: red light. And then all of a sudden, construction shows up. And then all of a sudden, kid, like 20 kindergarten classes when like three episodes ago, there was only the two boys in the town. I know. It's
1: so yeah. funny.
2: <laughs>
0: and then. F- medicine, so, like, why are there no which,
2: What do you what do you think happened to the kids?
1: Uh, they're probably they're probably classic
0: trope tied down being hidden somewhere in the lair. Uh in the comic books, they're originally parts of Mephisto's soul. So they if they are that and this, maybe they went back home. Well, we find. guess we find out there's still two more episodes. Two more episodes. So
2: how do you think Petro hey, you know, it-, it, it was funny when they were like, Hell, they're playing in the basement and then uh, I was just like, Oh, <laughs> I know what basements are now because I'm from Florida, and then when she's going down there, yeah. I'm like, damn, that fucking basement's where it's at. That's just the shit. And then I are really like, oh, they're in a dungeon. What the fuck? <laughs> it, it took me a little uh, uh, a while to realize that that's not a uh, that's not a basement. That's a dungeon. That's a lair.
0: That's a freaking lair. lair. I would have been mind having that, that lair. Dark dimension going through it. So I found this on the
1: Twitter machine. Let me pull this up for you guys real quick. And while I'm pulling this up, uh, quickly talk about that post credit scene and what do you think that's about to lead to?
0: So we, we are t- – we shown during the uh, Agatha reveal that she made Pietro show up. Yes. So in the post – mid-credits deal is Monica is walking around through town. Looking through, try to get into Agnes's house, but sees the, the 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 those external doors to the basement, and she opens it up, looks down, and then Pietro just shows up, and he's like, "Hey, Snoopers going to snoop, Snoopers going to yep. snoop, 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 snoop,
2: snoop." Now, Pietro, good, bad, um, indifferent.
0: He, well, I mean, if he was made by Agatha, then probably not great. And
1: yeah, probably not for this one, especially considering that he's, We have, it's already established that he knows that he's, he's not under control. Like he knows what's going on. We established that in the Halloween episode. Okay. So here's what I found that I had to share with you guys. It was, uh, it's, it's, uh, Jennifer Barclay from Parks and Rec, Catherine Hahn's character. <laughs> you guys have both seen Parks and Rec, right? Yeah. Yeah. And she, and the, it's, the the, tw- the Twitter account is Out of Context Parks and Rec, and it's her on one of those panels going, per se, I just think some of her actions raise some questions. Like, for example, is she a dog murderer? <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's <laughs> even funnier now.
0: <laughs> yes. Well, did it. she kill the dog? Did the dog e- even actually exist? That's just it, right? Did that dog even exist? I mean, it was. Ju- it was literally, like like I even said last week, like is she doing it to manipulate her, to call her out, right? Because it's essentially what happened. She was, it was to say, well, you can make anything come back to life, but you're trying to teach your sons a lesson. What are you going to do?
1: Yep. It's going to be... This is going to be an interesting rewatch, because when, it's, when we finally get to our last episode, I'm probably going to go back and rewatch the whole series. And it'll be... Cause that's what I did with the Mandalorian. I waited until we were caught up, and then I went back and rewatched the whole thing to get all the context back together. And I'm like, "Yep, this is a uh, pretty damn good. Can't wait to see more." So, WandaVision, everybody. We're uh, we're almost at the one hour mark on the episode. So you know what that means, right? Uh, um, lunchtime.
0: When the lights out. It's less dangerous.
1: Here we are now. So, am I just going to kill the podcast now so we can it's, go eat? It's No, no.
2: It's it's time to play a game. We're going to turn off the lights. It's called Who's in my mouth?
1: Oh. <laughs> okay. okay. Speaking <laughs> of stuff I might have to edit off YouTube.
2: So, here's what hey, I didn't say anything I didn't okay. say anything okay. explicit.
1: Okay. You could have been referring to a finger. So, the entertainment challenge only got 5 On entries this week. So, I think we have to go back to simpler games, because I'm trying too hard to make complicated stuff, and we're not getting players. So, let's come up with something for next week involving simple pun-based stuff. Like, the In My Pants thing, we had 14 entries for that. This one, we only have five.
0: It was also the first episode with <clears> the <throat> game.
1: True. That's usually how it works. So, I want you guys to come up with a your own themed restaurant and a signature dish for it. I only wanted one signature dish, but of course the first entry went, <laughs> went with tons, but it doesn't matter. People did what they wanted and we will be the judge of how this works. So since we, we do like to talk about food on the show, are you guys ready to hear some of these brand new restaurant ideas?
2: You're going to be killing me. Uh, as, as long as it doesn't make me hungry.
1: Yeah, oh, it, it's going to be bad. Oh, it's it will. Hungry. It will. So we'll start off. Oh, yeah. So we'll start off with Brian James Leon. With As I Lay Frying, a death metal-themed restaurant where we deep fry all of your favorite meats. Our signature dishes are all named after metal bands, including Veal of Maya, Night Fish, Baby Metal Back Ribs, and Lamb Chops of God.
2: A point for me and Ear Market. I love
0: it. <laughs> there you go. That's a point for me as well. See what references I didn't get because it's not my wheelhouse of music. But- Veil vale of Maya, Nightwish, Baby
1: Metal, and Lamb of God are the, the, the four bands spoofed. Okay, I never heard of Veil vale of Maya, but hey. Alright, so we've got two points and an earmark from Eric. Dan?
0: Yeah, I mean, I liked it, so yeah, it's a point. Okay.
1: From Matt Hardman, host of the Race Nerd Podcast, Jerry's Interdimensional Sandwich Shop, home of Frylock's Footlong Brood witch, a sandwich to die for. What
0: about the sun-dried tomatoes?
1: <laughs> when I first read this, I'm like, why did he pick the name Jerry? And then I remembered that's actually the name of the interdimensional guy from the episode. <laughs> Is it? The,
0: <laughs> yeah, it's
1: H. H John Benjamin. Yeah. And it's just he's talking about Jerry. Oh, it's an aqua, it's an like Aquatine
0: it. reference, so I'm giving it a point. At first, I thought it was a um, Rick and Morty reference. And that's, that's what really I thought cool. too. Nope, it went Aquatine. Which I, I like that episode. Broodwitch
1: is a good episode. Yeah, it's Isaac Hayes as the point. voice. About the sun-dried tomatoes? No, thank you. The Brood Witch cannot be disassembled. Well, obviously it can, because I picked them off. (laughs) That also has the best ending of any Aqua Teen episode ever, that very quick succession. Now eat them. (laughs) And it just ends. Shit like that's funny to me. All right, so are we agreed? Three points? Yes. Okay. Yep. All right, Jay Winger stepping up to the plate here, host of the Binge Nerd Whatever he is, he's a the he is a binge bored nerd. Bored to death, binge cast.
2: <laughs> the oh binge my nerd god! Cats.
1: I'm never going to get his show right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> is, it's funny every time. It is. It's it is fucking perfect.
1: It is, and it's unintentional, which really sucks. Anyway, <laughs> at the classic cinema drive-in, enjoy some movies while you eat. Start out with some Casablanca queso. And never go hungry again with the Scarlet O'Hara special, and then top it off with the some like it got fudged Sunday. <laughs> that gets a point just for the yeah. for the last part. <laughs> I, I like. I really
2: like the Casablanca uh, queso.
1: Yeah, I dig some Casablanca queso.
0: Hell yeah, dude! All right, so we got
2: three Here's points looking for at Jay. You, kid.
0: I'd, uh put a earmark on that remind me of it later. I shall. Alright, our next entry comes from Katie.
2: Katie. She's no keeps, angry text from you, which is surprising.
1: She keeps it simple with the Pawnee diner. Nope's hose before bros, waffle plowder.
2: Point. I like it. Of course.
1: Week, of course. That is a point. Hose before bros. Plus, I love waffles. Not as much as Leslie, but I
2: definitely love waffles. Everybody loves waffles. I bought a waffle... uh, 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 I can't talk. I bought a waffle maker, and I made waffles for dinner uh, the last couple of days.
1: Oh, that's awesome. And then last but not least, Jeff Trellowitz stepping up to play Just Guested on the Stupid Sexy podcast this past week. You guys can check that out. Right here on CKCC Radio. And then check out his other shows. I already talked about that. Members of the band Def Leppard have opened a restaurant called Love Bites. The problem is, their signature dinner is indeed leopards.
2: Wow, I would not eat there. <laughs> I... It, I mean, they're already dead. I'll try a bite. <laughs> but I wouldn't... <laughs> Uh, this- we didn't get to where we are today without risking a little bit of animals. Just saying.
1: I will segue this into a Disney story from Safari as requested when it comes to leopards. Actually, it's not even leopards, just about eating animals. But I'll give that a point, although I'm a little disgusted by it. It wasn't where I thought he would go with a deaf leopard themed restaurant, but. I thought that well that's why I liked it because it went off it went a different direction. And
0: it
2: didn't go with a the drummer has it's, one arm joke. <laughs> it's it's now a dead leopard. All right. Oh,
1: there it is. All the right,
0: leopard so, smelled correctly now.
2: <laughs>
1: yep. That's actually exactly how he did it. <laughs> so, are we agreed? Yeah. I am giving it a point. <clears throat> I thought that was funny. So, everybody got full points this week. See, more people should have played. All right. So, Eric earmarked the uh, As I Lay Frying Death Metal-themed restaurant.
2: I still Dan- like that. Weird. <coughs> That's has like,
0: Yeah. A band... It's a band name for the restaurant, but then other band names for the food. Yep. Well, it works. All
1: right. And then... Dan liked... The classic cinema driving. Yes. And then I liked the Broodwitch. So, are we all giving our points to somebody different this week? Yeah. Brian, Matt, and Jay all score a bonus point from all of us. Well, there you go. This is okay, why. So. This is why I encourage creativity because you never know who you're going to tie. You never know who you're.
2: Gonna I'm pop. surprised. No, no, Hannah.
1: No, Hannah. No, Hannah. This week. Nope, but we got Katie.
2: That's true. We That's got a, true.
1: We got a different interventions girl who is a fan of
2: ours. The spicy redhead. The spice. <laughs>
1: uh, I just so I saw I saw something. Uh-huh. Quick- uh, what?
2: No, 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 go for it. I'm sorry. I no, I saw something
1: funny. It was it was one of those redheads are beautiful meme, and one of the redheads was Chucky, and like I sent it to Heather Quinn because I know she'd appreciate it, <laughs> but I did not send it to Katie because I didn't think she would.
2: Good call. Good call.
1: <laughs> Katie does not like clowns. We've established that. She doesn't even
0: like crusty. She's a. F- she's friends with you guys. I know, right? Wow.
2: <laughs> wow. No, I'll... No, fuck Thanks, that. I'll man. run
1: with that. I'll run with that. <laughs> I'll run with that all the way to the bank. Yeah, come
2: on, Katie. You can't be scared of clowns. You got me and Eric. Come on now. We're the, we're the biggest clowns you know. What, your ass clowns? Is there,
1: is there a joke uh, in there about a redhead being afraid of clowns? Because I feel like there is. Uh, why <laughs> do you need to be afraid? Because you don't have soul. My sister's more terrified of mimes because they don't talk. (laughs) And you know what? I kind of get that one. So
2: (laughs) I was going to say, I kind of understand. I kind of get that. I "I feel bad for anybody who's like mute, who decides to become a clown and they have to become a mime.
1: Oh, that's even more terrifying. Yeah, that's that's my favorite part of a silent movie by Mel Brooks is when the one spoken line in the whole movie is spoken by the famous mind, Marcel Marceau. And he just says, no. Yeah. (laughs) It's the only actual spoken line in the whole
0: movie. (laughs) And it's from one of the most famous mutes ever. It's hilarious because they're trying to make a silent movie and they're getting the cast together and they're like, what about Marcel Marceau? He made a million of those. And they give him the pitch on the phone and he's just like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, they get like Burt Reynolds and and Bancroft. I know it's so funny.
1: I love it. I love it. More stuff. It's a movie
0: but... about making a
1: movie. So, real uh, quick, wow. I just read that the guy who played Aladdin in the live-action Aladdin. Might be cast as Ezra Bridger for the Ahsoka Tano series.
2: He's. I have not seen the live action. Was it good?
1: No, it's the Ahsoka Tano series is in the works.
2: No, no, I'm talking about the Aladdin movie.
1: Oh, I was like, was it good?
2: Clearly, it's in the works. (laughs) I loved it. You, You loved it? Okay, I didn't see it. Just, I mean. I'm not a big fan of the remade live action movies and I didn't want to go see this one in particular because of Robin Williams
1: you know what I had the same aversion but Will Smith does the character justice
2: okay
0: i <laughs> going woohoo and
2: ha ha <laughs> kind of that's terrible but I love it
0: <laughs> <laughs> alright
1: so we will brainstorm, all fair, and before Monday – well, you're listening to this on a Monday. We're recording on Saturday. But before we post the new game, we'll come up with a nice, easy pun-based game for you guys, too. And we'll, maybe we'll make it raunchy, too, because that seems to get the popularity going, too.
0: Yeah, yeah, a bunch of
1: sexual degenerates. Possibly. possibly.
2: L- listen, we, we need that kind of tension right now. We're all stuck at home. <laughs>
1: Also, I, I haven't tallied up the points just yet, but I, I believe,
2: playing.
1: no, no, I believe Matt Hardman just took the lead. Oh, I really? believe he just passed. Oh. Jeff because he got a bonus point and Jeff didn't, and they were tied at 16 points last time. So oh. Hannah okay. actually was in the lead by one point after last week, but she didn't play this week. So now she's fallen. She better make up for it. With next week's game, it happens. better be
2: good. Oh, man. That's what happens. It needs to be not. another 10 angry men. Yeah. It
1: was 12, <laughs> Eric. Come on. Get the number <laughs> oh, of men bad. right.
2: My bad. I was <laughs> giving her the benefit of the doubt. Were you, though? Not really. I have
1: a, I have a safari story. Uh, okay. Yeah co-worker, his name's Alexander, but we all called him Sasha. And he was from I, I, I feel terrible. I don't want to speculate where he was actually from, but he could speak five different languages and they were all Eastern European languages like, and he could I, he could also speak Russian. And I think he was e- either from spy? or had origins from one of those <laughs> God, like, sounds it. like a
2: spy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. Anyway. <laughs> Sasha has eaten every animal on the planet. At least once. Every when, animal? When I say every animal, I mean he's got a, he's got a pretty – I don't know if it's every animal, but he's got a pretty impressive list. He's basically tried everything. We would talk about the animals on safari and he'd be like, yeah, I've eaten that. Yeah, I've tried that. I've had that. I'm like, you've eaten rhino. Yeah, it's tough, but I've tried it. You've eaten giraffe. Yeah, I've, tr- I've tried it. You've eaten lion. Like, he's tried everything. He's like, the only thing you can't eat is a skunk. You just can't cook Pepper
0: with meat. endangered rhino. But I just,
1: it's just got a kick out of the fact that you would just bring up an animal and be like, yeah, I've eaten that. That's good. Nah, don't try that. That's not very good. Like, God, it's probably a smaller list of shit he hasn't eaten, <laughs> to be honest. I mean, I don't think he's ever eaten bontebok or okapis or anything that's like really rare or elusive. But he definitely has eaten. <laughs> if it's a common animal and you've the, heard of it, he's eaten it, or at least the tried crocodiles. It. Well, yeah, you can eat crocodile. Yeah, I've eaten. I, even I even well, I've eaten. Well, I've eaten alligator. Yeah, I've
2: had gator. Yeah, I've had gator. I don't. I've never. I've had, I mean, I figured it might be the same texture, but
1: gator wasn't bad. It was. Ki- it was kind of gamey. But if you dip it's it, in something – yeah, if you dip it in something, it's not bad.
2: Good old butter, making everything taste good.
0: Yeah, because yeah, gators are, like, all muscle, right? So, right, like, not going to be... And you, you can't
1: eat the whole gator. It was really the tail that they would cook. The The best part about eating the gator tail was I ate it at Gatorland, a theme park in Florida dedicated to gators.
2: Uh, the gator that I always got was from Gator's Dockside. It was like a alehouse but for southern people i guess <laughs> <laughs> yeah now yeah, let's, not, let's not let's not say southern again. it was
1: for backwoods people and you know it it was for backwoods people Cause, i went there a lot cuz <laughs> lots of southern people aren't that backwoods and backwoods is not exclusive to the south either either i grew up in sussex county new jersey i know backwoods
0: yep. oh yeah oh like i grew up in backwoods new york <laughs>
2: There's rednecks everywhere. That's all we got to say.
0: Okay. Do you know how
1: to identify a fake redneck? I I heard this theory and I absolutely agree with it. Any redneck who claims to back the blue is not a true redneck because every true redneck has had, has ran from the cops, fought, fought a police officer and said, fuck the police at least once. So don't. Any, any Anybody driving a big pickup truck with camouflage flying one of those flags with the blue stripe on it is not a true redneck. A true redneck would have a middle finger to every law enforcement officer they saw. And I heard that and I was like, that makes sense because the
0: real rednecks I know hate the cops. Because they show up because you've been shooting fireworks <laughs> illegally. Yeah, because you're being an, <laughs> an asshole. That's why they're there.
2: <laughs> Didn't anybody not... Like you're just ruining my fun. It's just did like, no, you're blowing not... up the forest.
1: <laughs> did anybody not see the Dukes of Hazard? They weren't They weren't back the blue. They were fuck the police.
0: <laughs> All they did was run from the cops. Well, I mean, they've been in trouble with the law since the day they was born. So exactly. So can't be their fault. Can't oh, be their fault. That's totally their fault. came <laughs> ha- they just came out, the ba- came out their mom's for JJ and they... Boss Hog and Anus. You mean Enus? Hey, what did I say? You
1: said Anus. <laughs> Good old Peter Griffin.
0: His name is Anus.
1: Anus. Oh, oh, East and Crocky. All right. Well, I'll, maybe I'll tell another Safari story later, but I want to get my top ten list in because you guys challenged me and I came up with a list. Mm-hmm. Ah, yes. Yes. My top ten favorite episodes of Rick and Morty, spanning only four seasons so far. And there's at least one episode from every single season that makes the cut. Uh, And I I have some honorable mentions. Do you want me to, like, do the list?
0: And then throw the honorable
2: honorable mentions.
0: Before you get to number one, you do your honorable
2: mentions. I like that method. I like that method, yes. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: We'll do that. All right,
1: so at number ten. Season one, episode six, Rick Potion number nine. Did everybody, does there any everybody remember these episodes? Or do I gotta like go into?
0: There are a lot of episodes <laughs> I do not remember by their title. Okay, so in
1: Rick Potion Correct, number same. nine, Rick makes a love potion for Morty so he can fall in love with Jessica, uh, okay, but yeah. it backfires because she has the flu. And everybody falls in love with Morty, and then they all become insect people, and then they all yeah. be- they all become Cronenbergs.
0: They all get Cronenberg. So Rick's they all have to
2: go to a different yeah. universe. Yes. Where they fixed it, but there Rex and Morty die, and they go. Yes, yes. That was a great episode.
1: That's why the episode makes the top ten for that ending scene alone. Uh, because Cronenberg. Rick and Morty go to the new Cronenberg view and they belong oh. and they belong there, yes. And oh badass. Oh my god. And then there's there's a callback to that in a later episode where they go back to that dimension. Man, I wish that shotgun was my penis. Yeah. (laughs) But that's the other thing is like, it shows the, the, it's a real existential episode. It shows that they're in a completely different dimension now because, and that's not even Morty's real original family. And that's how, and we learn that this has probably happened a couple times because they've switched dimensions more than once. We'll talk about that in another episode. And it makes you wonder, is C-137 might be their original dimension, but what dimension are they in now? We don't know. The existential crisis of Rick and Morty might not even be his original Morty. And that's what makes this episode work so damn well. Ah, it's a good one. All right. Moving on to number nine is actually my wife's favorite episode. Season three, episode eight, Morty's Mind Blowers. Their fun anthology episode where we discover that anytime Morty needs a memory cut, Rick just gets rid of it. But he keeps them as an archive and we get to see all the times that he cut out the memories. Yes, And that- the blue ones are all the times Morty messed up, but the red ones are the times that Rick messed up, although he claims that's not the case. <laughs> and... He gets and so they, out of control with the memories that he, their entire memories get wiped. And Summer has to come in at the last second, save them from suicide.
0: Which is so good because that means that they knew it would happen. So they trusted Summer with this like apocalyptic plan of yep. what to do when they start doing it. Because she just literally walks in. She's got like a lollipop in her mouth. And she's like, oh, you guys are doing Morty's mind blowers again. Oh, well. And then she just fixes yeah. everything. Who are you, who are you guys? <laughs> Wait,
1: is it Grandpa Rick? Is this a scenario three? I don't know who you are. Oh, God, it's a scenario four. (laughs) And then she immediately (laughs) cuts open the thing with the instructions. (laughs) My favorite my favorite gag, though, from that episode is that she doesn't follow the last part of the instruction, which is she's supposed to leave the room before they wake up. So when they wake up and see her, they're like, oh, Summer, you dumb bitch. Why would you let us fall asleep watching Interdimensional Cable, you stupid bitch? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> and then the best the, the post credit scene with Jerry Jerry's mind blowers and it's like it's like oh. a cheap machine with VHS tapes
2: <laughs> because Jerry yes oh man I, I feel like nobody love, nobody likes Jerry in that show I know poor Jerry
1: I like Jerry
2: <laughs> Jerry doesn't even like Jerry in the show well
1: you know I've I've often said this is uh we all we all think that we're Rick but in reality we're all Morty with a little bit of Jerry. And it's the truth. That's exactly what we all are. We're all a little Jerry. All right, number more I, Jerry I'm, than I'm a little
2: Summer. <laughs>
1: <laughs> are you trying to say <laughs> are, are you a stuck up bitch,
2: Eric? Sometimes. Eric, Sometimes I can be, be.
0: Get your shit together. Yeah, get your shit I've together. I've had people
2: just always blame me for shit all the time. I don't, All I don't the time, care. even when it's not my fault. Take it to like the
0: shit museum or whatever. Just just take care of your shit. Get your shit together. Get your shit together. Get it together, Eric.
1: Number eight. One crew over the crew co's Morty, season four, episode three. You son of a bitch. Amen. The heist episode. <laughs> yep. Uh so many twists and turns, and it constantly goes in different directions. And when you think you know what direction it's going in, it goes in a completely different direction. The big reveal is that Heistatron was actually Randotron. And it has Elon Musk as himself (laughs) with Elon Tusk. And the crew is so freaking random, (laughs) too, like, where they come up with these characters.
2: I did like the Elon Musk thing, though. That was fucking hilarious. That was funny. Don't you have your own, Elon? Yeah, well, he's (laughs) doing stuff.
1: (laughs) But I love the post credit scene where they're on the roof watching the storm roll in. And Mr. Poopy Butthole's like, Rick, was it really necessary to have my students attack me just to prepare me? Because I kind of lost my job. He's like, yeah, sorry about that. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh-wee, boy, you're going to get tired of that by the end of the semester. (laughs) And then Morty goes to pitch a Netflix show. (laughs) And he... And of course, it's like the only way that that you'll come in between Morty and his dreams is if he realizes himself that it's his dumb idea. and You just see Rick just sucking on the lollipop. <laughs> uh,
2: that that's one of the greatest scenes. I yeah,
1: yeah, it's it's, it's that's
2: it's, how you do a heist. <laughs>
1: <clears throat> At number seven, season one, episode eight, Rick Stee minutes, aka interdimensional cable. Perfect idea for an episode to just have an anthology episode, and all the scenes are improv,ed which makes him so much funnier when he starts cracking up. Hey, I got real fake doors here! I'm answering my eyes, Johnson! <laughs> it's just called Two Brothers. <laughs> In a world of muscular mannies, there's only three unmuscular Michaels, and they need turbulent juice. What is this, Rick? <laughs> well, sex sells. Sex sells what? And meanwhile... Summer realizes that she was an unwanted pregnancy. <laughs> and that's when Morty <laughs> does the tie-in about how every day I eat breakfast six feet from my own grave. Nothing matters, Summer. Just come
0: and watch TV with us. Yeah. Oh, and they realize that in one of the, one one of the greatest one of the, lines. Jerry is a famous actor. I love doing cocaine with you, Jerry Smith. I love
1: doing cocaine with you, Johnny Depp. <laughs> <laughs> or he's banging Kristen Stewart on Johnny Depp's private yacht. <laughs> And then it turns out him and Beth were meant to be together all along.
2: <laughs> I don't know how I feel about the whole Beth and Jerry thing. They're like the best worst couple ever.
0: They're codependent!
2: Oh god, they're codependent!
1: <laughs> uh, that's not on the list, but that is a great, a great moment when you realize that the perfect version of that... The perfect version of Beth could only be formed from what her version of the perfect version of Jerry could be. <laughs> Likely, it's just like oh, I'm Jerry Smith, and she starts imagining all these Jerry's coming out, just shaking hands with each other. Ugh, oh, so good. Everything is freaking everything is is good on this show. There's actually a very if you had actually asked me to do uh my my least favorite Rick and Morty episodes, I couldn't actually fill a top ten with that. Cause there's only a small handful of episodes I don't really like. So
0: raising berserk, Well,
1: yeah, of course. Yeah. At, at number six <laughs> on the best list, though, Vindicators Three, The Return of World Ender. Season three, Episode Four. Because I love the I love the Avengers parody. And I love the huge twist at the end. It turns out not only was Rick behind everything. And he's killing them off one by one, but then it turns out that it had nothing to do with Morty at all. And then the the greatest closing line ever. Oh, uh, that's it's it's too perfect. Vindicator's three: the return of World Ender. The name of my supercard team is Noobin. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, this guy gets it. God damn!
0: It's,
1: it's a good one, and I love that we all, we realized that we already missed the first two vindicators we didn't actually get to see that and Morty's upset that he missed out too
0: because they hate Rick so much that they don't call him on missions. Yep. We absolutely need him. <laughs>
1: Let's say absolutely need him. And it turns out that uh, the one the one guy that they took out was a shapeshifter, so they had to destroy the whole planet and Rick's like I could have built you a device that would have found him in like 5 minutes. Plus it was uh yeah. the it was the uh Supernova's voiced by the girl from Community. I'm blanking on the actress's name, but yeah, it's, it's a good one. And Christian Slater... Allison yeah, Bree Brie or... No, Gillian. no not Allison Brie. Gillian? Yes. And of course, Christian Slater is... Vance. I need space. I'm triggered. <laughs> What's Israel? Just something Rick talks about when he's drunk. Uh, how do I talk about it, Morty, in like a philosophical way or just shut up, Rick? <laughs> All right, I'll take care of the neutrino bomb. It's probably, it's there's a 60% chance it's a dud, but just in case, Morty, how many of these? Too many, Rick! Too many! <laughs> At number five, Me Seeks and Destroy. Mm-hmm. Not only for the Meeseeks plot, which is which is brilliant because they're supposed to keep it simple and they're they're struggling with Jerry because he's such a loser. But <laughs> but I love the fantasy quest side plot where Rick is just bagging on Morty's adventure until Morty almost gets raped by the jelly bean king.
2: <laughs> and then Oh, I forgot that was that
1: same episode. Yeah, that's the same episode. Y'all need a ride down the stairs! My name is Slippery Stairs. They always have like the dumbest names, but it works so funny. Morty, your your adventure's in a spiral. And uh, Morty, Morty just beats the shit out of him in the bathroom.
0: I love it. They, he's like, let's just leave. And then they leave and then all of a sudden they just come right back and he kills them. He kills him, <laughs> yeah. And then they discover the evidence or like just destroy
1: it. People will get more from the idea that he represented than the jelly bean he actually was. <laughs> uh, and Oh, man we'll take our food How to real go that that is we'll take How our food, real that fucking right? is. right we'll take our food to go no you won't the cops are coming you have so many questions to answer fair enough <laughs> fucking jerry oh fucking jerry me seeks and destroys a good one at number four total recall aka the episode with all the wacky characters where they just keep creating more and more characters There's supposed to be six people in this house. Yes. No, but this says there's only always been 10. I wouldn't just write this number down. Because it it even starts off weird where you're just like, oh, Jerry's got a brother, Steve, and then Rick just kills him. It's like, no, he's a parasite. Keep an eye out for any wacky characters. Ooh-wee, Rick! And then the best payoff ever is he wasn't a character. He wasn't a a, a worm. (laughs) He wasn't a parasite, and Beth tries to kill him. Yeah, he said he's sorry. I'm
2: sorry, we never had any bad times.
1: Yeah, maybe you should just leave. And that's the way the news goes. <laughs> oh, all of Rick's wacky catchphrases. Aids! Grass tastes bad. Ricky ticky, tabby! <laughs> lick, lick, lick my balls! Yeah, I say it all the time! Yeah. <laughs> Guys, they're doing special promotions of Nintendo through 3DS's. They're special Zelda editions. We have to all get it. We can turn them over and make so much money. Nintendo, give me free stuff. Oh, uh, that show, show's great. <laughs> show's just great. But yeah, that one's always yeah. funny. They have Keith David as Reverse Giraffe. They've got the Frankenstein monster. Rick, you can't kill me. I'm Pen Sylvester. You're right. Just looks at Morty with a tear in his eye. Kill Pen Sylvester. And Summer's imaginary friend, Summer I've always loved you Yup, and just kills her Wasn't that the whole point Was yelling at me, Rick, was to figure this out Well, And then they all were remembering All their bad memories, like Beth gives Summer a black eye on picture day Summer catches Morty Thinking about her friend masturbating in the kitchen (laughs) Jerry leaves (laughs) Beth to get chased by a Crazy homeless guy
2: (laughs) Oh shit
1: yeah that's my bitch of a sister she's okay yeah that's my bitch of a sister All right. at number three season four episode eight the vat of acid episode
2: oh oh my god yes it's so fucking funny a massive proof
0: everything you did actually happened Maureen
1: you did all of it there's only one way out, Morty. God damn it! <laughs> Kiss the vat, Morty. <laughs> Kiss the vat. <laughs> and I, I called it as soon as I saw it. When when they do the whole montage and Morty gets saved and the girl is like, the girl's alive and everything's back to normal. As soon as I see Jerry drop the mode, I'm like, oh no! Like I said it out loud because I knew exactly what was going to happen, and it was Jerry oh, the in. And then Morty gets stuck in the time loop where he keeps getting
0: maced. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh my god and then the Un- best That's part unfortunate, the man
0: guy who then believes he's
2: acid proof Yep. yeah he goes on the game show or not the game a talk he's show yeah, Johnny thought. Carson he fucking dies nobody even stops it
1: alright we'll just take a break now uh, and, the, and the best is how Morty guilt trips Rick into making the device in the first place it's like, you're just saying it because you can't do it. Fuck you, Morty. I can do anything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, uh, it's so That it was, it was definitely the highlight of season four. Was uh, That's 100% the highlight. It's such a friggin' funny episode. <laughs> All right. We're in top two territory now. At number two, the opener of season three, The Rickshank Rick-Demption. The entire payoff to us waiting for so long from season two—we finally get to the to season three.
0: Never left the Shonies.
1: Never left the Shonies. Oh, with Nathan Fillion as the guest voice, (laughs) and he takes out the entire citadel of Ricks, and then they actually brought back the Szechuan sauce because of the episode.
2: Yeah, like (laughs) wow.
0: I want that move on. Szechuan sauce. That's my series arc, Mori. <laughs> oh, jeez.
2: <laughs> it's literally how powerful that show is, is that they had so much pull, they actually brought back Szechuan sauce.
1: <laughs> uh, it's so – it's just a funny episode because it keeps having – it's one of those episodes There's every reveal is a hit. Where it turns out you, you think you're actually getting somewhere with Rick's actual origin story where you find out he just made up the whole thing just so he can get out of the body. How he keeps switching bodies. <laughs> the, I'm going to go take a shit every time something crazy's <laughs> happening. And it turns out he dethroned the government just because he hated the government. And he's just like, oh, those are good pitches, kids. But all I have to do is just kill their currency. <laughs> and then, of course, and of course, freaking Jerry. Where it's just like, I'll never leave you again, and as soon as as soon as Beth forgives him, he's like, Foot down time. It's like, yeah, we're getting divorced. And it just Oh, it's so perfect the whole way. And, of course, there's the post credit scene with Phoenix Person and Tammy, which has a payoff at the end of season four. It takes which is why I know we're not done with other arcs on this show because of that, so all right, before we get to number one, here are my honorable mentions. Uh, M. Night Aliens, which is the simulator, just for Jerry. Yep. Close Rick Counters of the Rick Kind, which is where we get the introduction to the Citadel of Ricks, and we get Evil Rick that turns out to actually be an evil Morty. And with the <laughs> – oh, it's like payoff at Neverland Ranch. <laughs> this guy gets it. Uh, Morty Night Run. Which has the Blips and Chips episode and uh, and Fart, the gastric being. <laughs> yes. I just love that. The, the Roy thing sells that for me by itself. The video game Roy where you're just simulating. Okay. Oh, where's yeah. My, where's my wife? You're playing a game, Morty. Yeah, 55 years. Too bad you blew it in your 30s with your bird watching phase. Yeah. <laughs> Uh The Rick's Must Be Crazy, with Stephen Colbert as a guest voice, where we turn out that Rick's car is powered by its own little universe. <laughs> and Summer has her own her own horror show going on
0: as she has to keep as the car keeps killing the officers as they show up. I told to keep Summer safe, not make her like totally like <laughs> like everything. Yeah, that's you. That's what you sound like. <laughs> uh Pickle
1: Rick. No explanation needed there. That has Danny Trejo as a guest voice. Yeah, Pickle Rick. Pickle, pickle Rick. Rick. Uh, the episode itself is good, but it's an honorable mention just because of the fact that th- that the Pickle Rick thing transcended the actual episode. And honestly, the 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 uh, therapy scenes are the funnier part it of is, that.
0: It is a great character episode. It's, it's like, a so great. Why, why did Grandpa turn himself into a pickle? so and do you believe grandpa turned himself into and i like how she doesn't
1: even she doesn't even flinch when he shows up too as a pickle <laughs> just never not even a flinch uh never ricking morty that's the uh the second half of season 4 with the story the story train the literal story train oh that yeah i
2: actually really like that episode
1: that's a good one that's a good one yeah, yeah. We're stuck in a spiral. And then, of course, Star Mort Return of the Jerry, which was the finale of season four that had all the payoffs with Beth as the clone. Tammy comes back. All the payoffs happen there. Not not a great individual episode, but for payoffs alone for like it. That one doesn't stand on its own as well. But when you get to when you realize what it was happening, you're just like, OK, yep, this is good stuff. And you know what I'll mention it I'll mention Rattlestar Rick Lactica real quick just because I like the uh the payoff of the Christmas episode with the uh the snakes and he's just like oh next time Morty to stay in the fucking car he goes to punch him That was the last yeah. payoff was how he got the black eye And honestly there only there's only a small handful of episodes I don't I don't like like I don't really hate any episodes, even the worst episode, Raising Azorp Azorp. I'll still watch it. I'm just not thrilled to watch it. So that's that's a good thing about Rick and Morty. But now at number one, what I believe is the best Rick and Morty episode is the episode that features the least Rick and Morty, but also the most Rick and Morty. Season three, episode seven, the Ricklantis mix-up, Tales from the Citadel. It barely has our Rick and Morty in it, but the whole episode are just Rick's and Morty's. And it's all interconnecting storylines with a huge payoff at the end with the presidential election. That, I believe, is the best Rick and Morty episode. Because you have the campaign with the Morty running for president. You have the Mortytown locals with the, the rookie Rick cop and the (laughs) <laughs> the the shitty Morty that's a fat Morty cop and you have Big Morty who's like the gang leader so it's almost like a character reversal of Rick and Morty you have the Stand By Me parody with the, the four different Mortys going to school you have the simple Rick's where the factory guy goes apeshit kills his boss because he doesn't get a promotion like and all the stories interconnect
0: at the end it is weird, like, what the, – there's, like, this entire society of Ricks and Mortys that aren't the Rick and Morty, where Rick is a genius and Morty is just a kid that offsets how yeah. much genius it is. Cause, so, cause, what cause, do these other Rick and Mortys do? They make an entire society of people. Yep. Well, that's the whole thing, right? Is every It's every dimension, every possible outcome. So this Rick and Morty, they're not good enough to be – super scientists and the sidekick, but they can be cops. Or yep, these exactly.
1: Ones can be janitors. These ones can be teachers. That's why it's so brilliant. And the other thing is, it they're all the same thing, right? They're all Ricks and they're all Mortys, but the show makes you differentiate all of them. And not just with character designs either. You always know which Morty is your Morty versus another Morty, right? Like, that's... that's a something that the show does absolutely brilliantly. Yeah. Except
2: for, um, the the Jerry mix-up when they they accidentally almost took the wrong Jerry home.
1: That's the, oh, but that's, that's even better because now you, you're questioning whether or not you were (laughs) watching our Rick and Morty the whole time. That's what's great about the show. There's so many other questions
0: about the show. Ah, the the one in one pay off where we even Rick doesn't know which Beth is the real Beth at this point. Yep. Oh, Uh, I love it.
2: I love the show. He doesn't know which Beth is the real Beth and it's not even his dimension. So none of them is his Beth. Exactly. No, right. (laughs) It it doesn't matter. That's Uh. the like if you get anything from the show is that nothing fucking matters.
0: And he's the Rickest Rick that ever Ricked. <laughs> what about the, the, the
1: Rick formerly known as Rick? Or the scientist formerly known as Rick? He's dead too. Here's here's a list of all the Ricks in the finite curve from evil to most evil. Here's you and here's me. This guy in between us? Super weird. <laughs> <laughs> And I, I also love some of the really simple stuff. Like sometimes you just see in the background, Morty's got a blue shirt and Rick has a yellow shirt. I don't know. It's just, ah, just love it. <laughs> you expect this to be a fair trial? Our lawyer's a Morty. Uh, we just keep him here because he's fun. Look at him go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I don't want to see your Pog collection. <laughs> Order in the court. What the hell? Oh, jeez. I say, oh, geez, way too much by the way like that's i say that way too much in real life you know geez.
2: i do love rick and morty but i feel like my favorite thing about Mick, uh, rick and morty is the court trial reading it's not even yes, the show it's not even an actual <laughs> it's it's an actual court case read by the rick and morty characters yes and it's fantastic H- have you heard them yep dan no i have not oh god ah I'll see if I can find it, and I'll link it to you, and you can listen to it at some point.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's it's fucking brilliant. It's an actual will court case. You dying laughing man. It's an actual court case, and they're just reciting the lines as Rick and Morty. Jeez. Ah, oh, it's so good. It's so funny. It's fucking... I think that's what makes it funnier, though, is when you realize it actually was, like, a real thing. <clears throat> um so yeah that's that's gonna do it I don't know if I have a challenge off the top of my head for either of you because I feel like I always challenge you well, guys and then one of you challenges me
2: we'll do this we'll do a mystery challenge so no one will no one listening will actually know what the challenge is but the next episode will definitely have a challenge set that way you'll be surprised when you listen to the next episode.
1: I'll just come up with a random top 10 list yeah, <laughs> and be like, here you go. they're like, uh, okay. <laughs> I'm like, all right. I'm trying to think of a couple of like other ideas that I could even come up with that. Well, I mean, you guys know, like, I mean, you guys know the, the stuff I'm into, so it shouldn't be that hard to come up with a challenge. And I've been, I've been kind of keeping it to like personalized stuff for you guys. Cause I know that Eric isn't going to have a vinyl collection and I know that Dan isn't going to have a list of animes. So I was like, well, we'll, we'll personalize these or we can come up with a challenge and each do a list for the same thing. If it's something we could all do.
0: Hmm. Hmm.
1: So, all right, well, if we don't come up with anything by the end of the show, uh, we'll, I'll open it up to the group and let them challenge us. We'll see what, what they come up with. What they come up with. But uh, real quick, let me tell another Safari story. Because I want to make sure I get a couple of these in. So did I ever tell you guys about the time that I just gave up? Because nobody was paying attention to me anymore? Because everybody was laughing too hard? And nothing I could say would have mattered? Um. Yeah, okay. So... <laughs> on the safari, there's a there's a part where on one side of the truck are the mandrills. Does everybody here know what a mandrill is? Nope. Okay, Rafiki. What is a mandrill? Rafiki. Oh,
2: okay. Okay.
1: They're the monkeys with the colorful faces and the colorful asses. The men are much more colorful than the women. They get banana, squish banana. Well, the mandrills would only basically be active in the morning. By about 1, 2 p.m., they'd pretty much stop being active and you probably wouldn't. You'd be lucky if you actually saw them the rest of the day. Fortunately, on the other side is where the male elephants were kept because the bull elephants are solitary elephants. So they would be by themselves. The family herd were all the females and the kids. Makes sense, right? So the male, yeah. and depending on which male was out, uh, there was Mackie who had the short tusks and then there was uh good old, good old big boy. Big Willie. Big Willie. (laughs) Yeah, good old Big Willie. I don't remember, I don't specifically remember which elephant this was, but it's irrelevant to the actual story. But let's just say that when they were in a good mood, they had five legs. We'll put it that way. So one day, I'm I'm driving, and I get to this part of the safari, and the mandrills are out and active and the male mandrill was known as being somewhat of a rapist he would literally oh, grab the grab the females throw them down have his way with them and then literally literally throw them aside to go for the next one so one day on one side of the truck the male mandrill is full on display doing his thing <laughs> and everybody starts reacting and laughing because it's it's There's no subtle way to hide what's happening. Let me put it that way. There's no Disney way to hide what's happening. There just isn't, right? So I look on the other side of the truck, and there's the big male elephant, who is not only having the best day of his life, because he has full five legs on display, but is in the process of taping a massive dump. (laughs) And is just (laughs) dumping. Actively dumping. So... As everyone's just laughing, I just go, "Well folks, that's nature at work," and I just turned my microphone off because I had nothing more to contribute at that point. No one was listening to me, no one was paying attention to me, and everyone was laughing. Because even if the kids didn't get what was happening on one side of the truck, they totally understood what the elephant was doing on the other side.
0: I was jerking off while in the toilet.
1: So I was done. <laughs> at that point because what (laughs) else (coughs) we're going back to the dock now there's nothing else I can say I just let them have that moment because there's there's literally nothing to contribute there that my favorite moment ever though was when the little girl actually wanted to know why everyone was laughing because of the elephant and the giant boner and she said what's so funny and I replied ask your parents and that made the truck laugh even harder. Because I wasn't going to respond to that, but I'll let the parents <laughs> explain. Oh, man. Some Sometimes you didn't have to try to be funny. You just had to react to what was happening, and they laughed. So, <laughs> I mean, you know, <laughs> I just... Yeah. 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 Uh, and I mean, that was a thing, though, was there were definitely times when animals were doing what nature intended, whether it was the hippos doing what I called the windshield wiper poop, because they would that thing would machine gun out and their tails would be swishing back and forth. So it would scatter. That was always disgusting. Uh, whether it was the elephants going at that time, whether it was the elephants, the the, the, the little kid mounting his sister. And I know that they're brother and sister. The guests didn't know that, but I did. Uh, yeah, those things happen. And they're not very Disney-friendly, but what are you going to do? Because, you know? I'll definitely
2: not get in between them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, that's nature for you. You have to fire those cast members. They're doing just fucking around. Literally. In front of guests? I don't think cast members I can honestly say
2: that that they are not the first cast members to have sex on property and get away with it. (laughs) I mean, during certain times of the day, (laughs) the world showcased isn't open for guests, and the bridge will block the view of a lot of things oh boy that's all i'm gonna say
1: are you saying this from personal experience
2: so uh i'm getting (laughs) kind of (laughs) hungry best part
1: is it, it you can actually translate that any way that you want because you didn't have to necessarily be involved to see what was happening that, that's true. That's the sad part there. All right. So as we as we begin to wrap up this week's episode of the Nerd Table, let's just uh, – one more quick thing. The Mars rover has landed, and there's already memes. Whether it's like Jawas or anything else that they, people could possibly put in. I've seen Rick and Morty, you know, the first images sent back from Mars, one of them said send nudes written in the sand. So – I I always appreciate stuff like that, but I did actually just retweet this. If anybody follows me on Twitter, at Chris O'Mealy, I actually just retweeted the first image of the Mars rover, and it has sound, so you can hear what the red planet sounds like. And that's pretty cool. Like, I love space stuff. We could do an entire episode with me talking about space theories and, like... Inner like universe like my theories on multiverse and origin of the universe and where the expansion is going to stop. I think we actually mentioned that on an old episode too. That like somebody came up with the uh, the trillions of light year circumference that the universe is going to actually stop expanding at, which is like such an unfathomably big number that you'll never be able to comprehend how big the universe actually
2: is. Now. Do you think there'll be like a rubber band effect? Like once it gets to a point where it stops, it'll collapse back in on itself?
1: I think that I think that if that theory turns out to be true, then yes, I think that the the big crunch is inevitable at that point. So Cause and Cause that's the thing, right? Scientists are so were so convinced that the universe was going to expand forever and the big rip was going to be the end of it. But now there are theories suggesting that the crunch theory might turn out to be true. I think the universe will collapse in on itself, I think, and it'll be reborn. And I think we're going to start over from scratch. And hopefully this time I'm a millionaire. Because this one's bullshit.
2: (laughs) What the fuck is this? Is this snow? I fucking hate this. (laughs) (laughs) I love snow, but you don't.
0: I've I've
2: fallen more in my adult life up here than I have ever fallen (laughs) in Florida. Well, no shit. Within three months of me being up here, because I moved up here uh, in 2019 in February. So it was immediately after the negative 40 coldest blizzard that, you know, Michigan's ever had. And I go up here and I, I started working for a, an apartment complex just kind of doing maintenance stuff because, I'm, you know, I, I fix stuff. And, and a part of the part of the job in the morning before you do any of the work orders, you just kind of go around the property and pick up trash and whatnot. Walking around with pickers in a bucket, I am very familiar with because that's what we do at the parks. But up here, it is a different struggle. Like... The ice, the snow, I've fallen so much. At one point, I fell so hard. I slipped. I threw the pickers. Just got a, like, I don't know, momentum, I guess. Landed on top of the bucket. Thought I broke my ribs and just laid there in the snow. And I was just going, yeah, yeah, I'm dying. (laughs) And I stayed there for like a good minute. And then I realized snow is just water. And now I'm wet. (laughs) That is true, buddy. That is So no matter how much pain you're in, if you ever fall in the snow, get up really quickly. Because the only thing that's worse than that pain is the cold that comes afterwards when you're wet.
1: In college, we did a thing about spring break for our campus news station that I worked at. Because when you're in broadcasting school, you do the campus news program. And the funny part was we had, we had like these, just this huge snowstorm right around time for spring break. So to, to shoot that segment, they, uh, I sat in the snow to do the whole thing. And when I got up, I was just like, my ass is very cold (laughs) and I need to go. Fortunately, I was going right back to my apartment to get changed anyway. So I didn't really care, but I'm like, this is cold. I'm cold. I'm, I'm done. I'm going back. (laughs)
2: <laughs> this is cold, yeah. and I'm cold. I, I'd i still prefer the cold over the heat, though.
1: Yes, because my... So, all right, so I have two theories about this, and I, I think they both reign true. to warm up than it is to cool down. It is very easy to continue to layer up to warm up. Yep. But at the same time, in a bad snowstorm, you can't do anything. You can't go anywhere.
2: That's true. So but you can only get so naked before you go to jail. <laughs> well, yes.
1: But if it's hot, even if you're if you're naked laying with a fan blowing on you, there's only so much you can possibly cool down. Yeah. He can be very miserable.
0: So it really, yeah. really depends. You just get a cold washcloth and put it on your head. Of course, if you have too much hair, it's not gonna help. But Right. Well, I don't
2: out. have an issue then.
0: Yeah, I mean, I've been a buzz cut guy since I was, you know, second grade, like just all the way down with a pair of clippers. Um, That's why
1: swimming was always so important growing up because our pool was always really cold. And it would take forever, even on a hot day, it would take forever to get into it because I'm like, God, I got to really adjust. And this is freezing. But you would just spend time in the pool, like even a half hour in the pool and your whole body temperature would lower. So you just didn't feel miserable the rest of the day. You felt comfortable. I kind of miss that. Because the community pool in our complex is not that cold. Yeah, it's too warm. It's too warm because there's too many damn people in it. Because of regulations and stuff as well. Right, exactly. So. But the pool in your backyard, shit, that thing can be 68 degrees. You're
0: just like, this feels like an iceberg. Even though you realize, like, the inside of your house is like... (laughs) <laughs>
2: 68 <laughs> degrees in water versus 68 degrees in air is different. <laughs> very different. Very, very, very different.
1: different. If, you're, if your body <clears throat> temperature dropped to 68 degrees, you'd be dead. Yeah. Your body temperature drops to like 93 degrees, you're hypothermic and that can kill you. So, like, all right. So, next time on the nerd table, Dan has a theory that we're going to discuss. What if Lord Voldemort had actually succeeded in either book one or two? What would his next move be? We're going to discuss that next time on the nerd table. We're going to have a Harry Potter discussion. So maybe somebody, maybe we can do a a slightly Harry Potter themed episode as a result. That could be a lot of fun. Yeah. Talk about, uh, and then I could tell, maybe I'll tell some Harry Potter stories theme park wise. So I've got a, i have got got a couple of those. I don't think
2: I've. Oh yeah, about. you got a few of those. Uh, I, I only, I mean, I worked at Disney, but I, uh, I went to Universal and participated, but never worked. So I don't have any stories. Yes, there. you Outside did. Outside of the dragon,
1: you worked at I, Shrek. Not, I,
2: yeah, but I'm talking about like Harry, uh, Harry Potter specific. Oh, okay. I didn't have anything. The Shrek thing, I did work at Shrek. I worked at Jim and Neutron. I worked at E.T. I have a few stories about. Uh, E.T. Oh, you know what? Before we go, I'll share one universal story. Okay. I worked at E.T. Um, uh, we, we, it's called rescuing, right? So it's not my home attraction, but whenever they needed help and they were overstaffed at my current attraction, I would go over and rescue. Right. Um, and one of the places that they would put us at is the name booth. So, like, you know, if you come up to me, and be like, hey, I'd be like, hey, what's your name? Ben. I type in Ben and then send it on, on the way. Um, well, the name generator, like, E.T. can only say so many names. <laughs> and let's just say Shanique was not on there. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> so there's, there's certain names E.T. cannot if you've been say. If
0: you born in the last 30 years, you're going to have a bad time. Uh, it,
2: it doesn't even have to be. You can be from Japan and, you know, have one of those, like, Unique names, and it's not going to be in there, unfortunately. They tried to update it, and they did. And they have the most famous names like Muhammad and uh, like from ethnic stuff like that. Well, Muhammad's but, like, actually
1: the most common name in the world. They don't
2: have, right, right. So, I mean, they have ethnic names, they have but they have the most names. common ethnic names. <laughs> so they don't have, you know, obscure names.
0: We're out oh, tr- of license plates. I repeat, we're out of board license plates.
2: What I'd like to do in those positions and people would, they would get such an attitude and like, I hadn't, sorry, the name's not in here. They would get upset. So I would be like, oh, I'll just put a name down of what you're acting like. And I just give people dick and I give them the card because they can't see what's on the card. So I once for like a solid hour everyone's name was Dick. <laughs> so E.T. at the end of the ride says bye and then followed by the names of well, you know, the cards that are getting scanned. So E.T. at one point for like an hour and and the cast bye. loved it because they knew what was going on. Dick, dick. It was just like dick. bye, dick. Dick, 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 <laughs> <laughs> and they like the cast just knew that they had pissed me off. <laughs> but what did they do about it? They couldn't do anything about it. All, I, I all I really had to say is, if a manager ever came up to me I'm like, "Hey, what, what?" I'd like I heard him say, "Dick," so I put "Dick." You heard you heard over 140 people say their name was dick like yep (laughs) what are they gonna say disprove it prove that you didn't hear i can i i'm the only one who could tell you what i heard if i heard dick i heard dick
0: they hated me i'm surprised they didn't take that out from the list
2: no i mean it's in there it's a name it's like short for Richard for whatever fucking reason. But, you know.
0: Poor Richard. He's got a little dick. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh. But yes, that is my universal story that I'll share today. Plenty of more. <laughs> and two more,
1: Always more coming. All right, guys. So check us out next week here on the Nerd Table. Uh, if you want more nerd content, check out our partner shows, check out all the great shows on CKCC Radio. Uh, Dan, tell us where you guys can check us out playing video games.
0: Oh, we're at twitch.tv slash ckcc online, where I'm trying to stream for every day. I've missed two so far this year. I wasn't like a... I'm gonna try to do every day. I mean, there's like famous streamers that don't even get 300 days a year, so I'm figuring Well, yeah. <laughs> but that's the thing, right? Is like
1: there have been 50 days in the year so far. I know this because I'm doing those daily challenges on Facebook, so I'm counting them. And you've only missed two out of that, which means you still streamed
0: 48 times. That's still really impressive. So, and tonight is the Among Us stream. Although it might be shortened because people are out of town and it's just my grandmother and I right now. So i got to make sure that she's got all her stuff she needs. So, um, make sure she gets fed and stuff. So...
1: I that would be, be good or leave early, early. So if I were your grandmother and you didn't feed me, I'd be very upset with you young man.
0: <laughs> so <laughs> she actually started a new, uh, a new medication and her diabetes is now in pre-diabetic mode, which is great because she's been full on diabetic for like 25 years. So like, this is a really good medication she's on. Now, so, Nice. If you guys have top 10
1: challenges you'd like to issue to us, we will accept them. If you have ideas for the entertainment challenge, we will accept those as well. You can go to facebook.com slash groups slash the nerd table pod, and you can participate and interact with us on a daily basis. We're always posting stuff in there, funny memes and other just wacky stuff that we think of at the sperm of the moment.
0: (laughs) That's
1: an old joke, but... Oh, yeah, obviously. Obviously, yeah. But, like, there's always stuff to interact with. And I just updated the points, so I'd like to congratulate Jeff Trelowitz and Matt Hardman on being tied for first place. Oh, they are tied. And Brian, Leon, and Hannah are tied for second place. That's that's okay. So that's where you guys currently stand. Randy Moyer is in third place. Jay Winger is in fourth place. And then there's a huge gap before we get to the rest of the people who've only played like once or twice, so, or sucked and didn't get any points because that's happened too. So, damn,
2: call it out like you like it is, I guess.
1: But here's the thing: uh, Dan has a pro tip on playing these
0: games. Dan, uh, one is get good, and the other is be more funny. <laughs> there you go. <laughs>
1: So check us out, guys. Next week, we'll have even more WandaVision. We are going to continue to spoil it. We'll have more video game talk. We'll have challenges. We'll have random stuff. I mean, this show is mostly improv So there you go.
2: And I think we do a pretty good job considering we have no structure whatsoever. We really,
1: yeah, we just filled over two hours. And if you guys really can't get enough of Eric, he's got a brand new podcast now on Spotify. So check that out. And if you've, if you're hungry, go get some food. You guys hungry? I'm hungry. I'm starving.
2: Yes. You know what I just got that I can't wait to eat, and, and I'm gonna I'm gonna sound like a fucking child, but I got bacon, egg, and cheese hot pockets. That sounds awesome. That actually sounds
1: more like know. a college student to me. <laughs> so. Dude, let's be honest. Hot pockets were not <laughs> true, a child true. thing. I never had hot pockets as a kid. I only had hot pockets That's as right. a college student. So <laughs> it's definitely. I not had a, a kid lot of pop tarts
2: as a kid. It went from pop tarts to hot pockets. It's basically the same thing, except you heat one way more than the other.
0: Yeah. Well, in, you can- you don't heat the one at all. <laughs>
2: Yeah, you You can can just eat fucking Pop-Tarts the way it it comes. I
1: often just eat Pop-Tarts right out of the packaging.
0: I I don't think I've heated a Pop-Tart this century. Way to make me
1: feel old. I do (laughs) like warm Pop-Tarts, but you don't have to heat them. Now, Hot Pocket, you're not eating that shit frozen, so...
2: Uh, You're barely eating that shit when it's hot. Yeah,
1: you get partially frozen.
0: (laughs) Hot Pocket! Anyway... Dead pocket, pocket we a, pockets.
1: We should do a whole thing on stand-up comedians.
0: Diarrhea pocket.
1: But yes, oh, so that's, yeah, we could. That's what's happening here at the nerd table. Check us out. Thank you guys for continuing to tune in. We appreciate your support. Like us, follow us, do all do all the things, and uh, keep supporting us. Keep supporting our ventures because we can only get better from here. I mean, we You're really can't suck right now. We, we really can't get worse, and <laughs> we. so I'm just... Way just, to look
2: uh, on the bright side.
1: It is the bright side, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, we'll we can't
2: <laughs> suck any more than we do today.
1: And we did, but that's fine. We will see you guys next week for another edition of The Nerd Table. Take care, fill up those bellies, and have a wonderful
0: day. For more great content like this... Be sure to check out CKCC Radio and subscribe to never miss an episode.